So hi, both. Nice to have you on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, yeah, no, the pleasure's all mine completely. Um, obviously, um, I will allow you to introduce yourselves, but for those of you who don't know, can you explain a bit about who you are and your company? Yeah, so we started uh, DressX uh, one year and one month ago. And uh, previously, we were in the fashion business for 15 years doing various projects. Most of them were actually successful, but they were more of uh, the lifestyle businesses. Uh, and it's the first venture-backed company that we're building because we see the future that every person in the world will have their digital wardrobes. And we're on the mission to deliver that. And basically, uh, yes, talking about some past projects, uh, projects we work together on Mercedes-Benz Key Fashion Days. That's a fashion week that I co-founded at Natalia was a COO of that project and uh, it helped to put Ukraine on a world's fashion map and it was a very successful case. Then uh, together we established a company in Paris, which was a wholesale business. And when the pandemic hit, uh, it was obvious that fashion will never be the same again. At that point of time, I was already uh, done with my MBA in the US. Natalia already moved to Los Angeles. And so we started DressX in August 2020. That's kind of a short intro, but happy to give you more details about any of this. Yeah. So did you already have an interest in digital fashion prior to starting DressX? Or was it something that really came to your mind when the pandemic hit? Actually, we had a lot of uh, interest towards the intersection of fashion and technology. And of course, digital fashion was one of those. Uh, and uh, it was just the perfect timing. It was a pandemic when uh, a lot of people understood that there is a use for that and it actually makes sense to maybe um, reduce the number of uh, purchases in a physical world but also open up this new opportunity to show your style and to express yourself through the digital fashion because we all started spending so much more time online and um, it's obvious that it's uh, it, it will not get back and we will just develop our digital identities, digital looks and our digital wardrobes. Yeah, so obviously sustainability was a driving factor behind DressX, but do you think you would have started it or experienced so much growth without COVID? Uh, without COVID? Uh, I mean, we were already very interested in AR and we were researching a lot about augmented reality, how it can be used for fashion, did some experiments already, but definitely COVID showed us that that's the future and that when everyone understands that the technology will be kind of the main industry where everyone will be working and everyone will be using the projects like Google Meets and the calls, et cetera, like we were working already remotely with our team, but that's like in new behavior that actually will, will stay. I remember like 15 years ago, all of my interviews were done in person. I needed to come with a huge camera to see the person. Now you see we're talking online and that's completely enough for us. So we're doing like 10 conferences per day, 10 interviews, bunch of females and the work is done. So we're moving into the online space and we love it. So we want to support it from the standpoint of love and uh, creativity. Yeah, no, completely. I completely get you. It's, it seems ridiculous now the thought that everything used to have to be in person it's so much more productive to utilize digital technology but do you what is your driving factor of DressX is it the creativity is it the sustainability is it the fact that we're online like what really drives your business 
I think it's both. It's everything that you've mentioned. Is the sustainability is like very important pillar on why DressX was built because we saw during the wholesale business that not every everything that we sell to the stores are being sold afterwards. So we definitely wanted to give another pattern for people to consume fashion, not necessarily killing the previous pattern of physical clothes, right? But to giving like to give something else. It's always important to have the alternative. And uh, then the uh, opportunity for everyone to express themselves because fashion is the language and we wanted to democratize that, that language when everyone can wear the contour dress without paying uh, $100,000 for that and just be able to wear it every day for the content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely. I mean, there are, there are so many benefits to digital fashion, but obviously we both agree we're both into it. We see the benefit of it but why do you think not everyone's embracing it if it is so great and there are these benefits why is there still this reluctancy of consumers and brands towards digital fashion because it always takes time to embrace in you i can make a parallel why do you think there is a, a reluctancy of like making a vaccine or something like that uh, because people are different and they have different opinions but uh uh, the evolution and the progress uh, and the technology is developing and uh, there is always an early adopter and there is always someone who is following the trend. And uh, uh, that happens that right now um, all the trendsetters are in this space of the digital fashion and uh, everyone else in the consumer field and in the brand field will follow. Yeah, so would you say that you're really targeting that early adopter of digital fashion, that person who's really open to trying new things and innovation? Is that your target market? Uh, For sure. For now, it is just because this is someone who is easier and faster, understands all the value and all the possibilities uh, of digital fashion. uh, And uh, for example, uh, today we had the first ever uh, digital fashion NFT worn uh, live on TV. And of course, this is something that uh, would be hard to imagine a year ago. And people will just take time to change their habits and their opinions. And when they see a lot of proof of concept around, they switch and adopt new behavior easier. And also there is a, lab, a different level of um, kind of... Uh, curiosity and adoption of, of technology and we see definitely everyone who is interested in new technologies is already wearing dress sacks. Yeah, no, that's so true. That's so interesting. What was the NFT that was worn and on what show? I was a, um, a live show of Yahoo Finance um, about uh, business and future of business and uh, that was one of the um, uh, actually buyers of the fashion NFT that we dropped with uh, three uh, designers. And uh, those were the um, Object and Don Crown by uh, DressX, uh, Alejandro Delgado necklace uh, by DressX, and uh, earrings by Sabrina Pacetti. And also, I was wearing another digital item, which is. Um, bucket hat which went completely viral and people love it on tiktok on snapchat on instagram a lot of people wore this particular item 
which is a non-NFT, but with that, we actually show the use case for digital fashion and that different categories of fashion can exist there. Um, the mass market, when it's not limited, when it's, uh, when it's uh, worn in AR, in augmented reality, and also when it's put as an NFT, which is something unique, which is something one of a kind uh, with a couture approach to it, which can go upper in the price, uh, which can be considered as a collectible, both to the secondary market being resold, but also at the same time being worn. So that's how we see uh, this new category of screenware, of digital wear, of uh, virtual wear. Uh, there are so many names to it, uh, closing for the metaverse, uh, but uh, there is a room for so many categories in it, and uh, we are a gateway, uh, and we provide this gateway for the traditional fashion brands to dig into this world of digital fashion and uh, open this uh, new opportunities uh, together. Yeah, and I feel like what you've just said has completely summed it up because on one end, digital fashion can be looked at as no more than an extension of like Instagram filters and really bringing it down to not this crazy out there thing. But on the other hand, it can be seen as this luxurious, collectible, exclusive thing that is only desired by a smaller group of consumers. And I think that's that's really cool how it can look at these different aspects and it has different avenues to go down but what I love about DressX is that I feel you do focus on creating those more luxurious pieces uh, would you say and I really I think that I love that you see it still as a piece of craftsmanship that can be just as beautiful or as emotion provoking as a real physical garment how do you kind of decide who you showcase on DressX and would you say that that's true that you do provide products that are a bit more high-end? Uh, you know it's important for us to develop the market so obviously we try to work with as many creators as possible and um, and uh, uh, there, there is a room for every designer, like there is a room for any designer in the world of physical fashion. And here the rooms also open up, opens up to those creative people who are not able to build like the production, which is a big part of the fashion industry, but we completely elimin eliminate it. So we actually give an opportunity to all the creative people who are like sitting in front of their laptops and create dresses to already start working with their concepts and sell them in digital. And it's on their discretion if they want afterwards to take it further and if they want to sell it on physical or not but they can start their career in uh, 3d only and um answering your question yes there is like a luxurious aspect which is nft and there is more like credit reporting mass market opportunity which is now like dressx.com is serving and uh, this is all super exciting because in digital fashion you can translate almost any model that exists in physical fashion in any way yeah, no, it's super interesting that you mentioned that it's kind of the designer's choice whether they go on to the physical. I think that's really cool that you have that mindset around it. But in your opinion, how do you see digital fashion coexisting with physical fashion? Yeah, there, there's uh, no any uh, of the controversy here. Of course, we will keep wearing uh, physical clothes, but also we spend much more time now uh, in, di in digital and that's 
perfectly fine to wear just digital for that. And uh, there is also this statistic from Barclays Bank that uh, 9% of purchases of fashion in Great Britain happen for the sake of content creation just for taking a picture. So if you turn this 9% into digital, that's that's already great. Um, that's that's super perfectly fine. But there are also new uh, cases open up because in some cases you can have a digital and physical version of certain item. And in many other cases, it's enough to have just the digital one. Yeah, no, that's completely true. And I think I, I when I was speaking to your um, your colleagues in the other episode, they were saying that um, that they've actually worked with brands and created digital garments to replace a sample that would be used for photo shoots for Instagram, for example. And I think that's really amazing because that shows more than anything, just the sustainability benefit that um, can, that digital fashion can bring to content creation. I think that's so relevant today. Um, but going on more of this purely physical and away from um, purely digital and away from physical, sorry, what do you think something people misunderstand about digital fashion? I just want to add to your previous point about um, content creation and just tell me about the example that we did with uh, Farfetch campaign where um, launching the pre-order campaign when people can place order for the physical item and it would be produced specially for them. Um, there was a challenge. There was a challenge and the shortage of samples uh, to kind of promote this campaign because it always needs to be uh, supported with a lot of content and now all the brands work with a big amount of the influencers who generate this content and uh, there's no need to send uh, any of the physical samples across the world because what we did we just digitized all the outfits from the pre-order campaign and the influencers creators just submitted their images and selected the looks that they like the most and uh, we dress them up digitally in all those items and it looks just like real there's no difference and uh, as there's no difference why we should produce more just for the sake of content creation or for like just uh, promoting certain items it's all can be done digitally and it's faster and it's more sustainable so there were a few brands participating. It was like Balenciaga, Dolce & Gabbana, uh, Palm Angels, um, White, uh, and others. And uh, that worked perfectly well. And uh, people loved this content and they um, loved wearing digital. That's absolutely amazing. And I love how you said that because the reason that I actually got into digital fashion in the first place was the sustainable benefit that it can bring to the sampling process and I it really is what continues to interest me in it because I think that's more than anything the real value that can be extracted from digital fashion so I absolutely love that that's also um, an initiative for you and something that you've seen success in and good partner recognition in that so that's incredible um, but in terms of those partners or consumers who do still have this reluctancy towards digital fashion is it something that you actively try and change or do you focus on those consumers who are already sold um on digital 
Well, yeah, so in terms of the, uh, like, consumer, like, relationships and something that is sold uh, completely in digital, um, first of all, I have to explain there are, there are more than one use case because it's possible to wear it in augmented reality and also to wear it on the images. Uh, and it's a very, like, high-quality images and, like, editorial style. And... Um, there is a way to do it through the uh, kind of infinite uh, digital wardrobe. As soon as people uh, have uh, uh, access to the app and have a subscription, they can wear uh, the digital items uh, as many times uh, as they want versus like uh, experience of wearing it on the uh, image, on the still image uh, and something that is on a... Um, high fidelity realistic quality something that they can wear once and use it uh, use this image multiple times uh, uh across uh yeah across different social media and we see this use and we see people love sharing it and they uh love sharing this like fast ar content with their friends conveying some message uh and uh the photographic like realistic look of the digital item on the picture or the photographs. This is something that finds the use case in the editorial. We did a few um, uh, magazine covers uh, or like CL magazine and uh, Glamour magazine. And another comes uh, with uh, another big fashion magazine. So uh, that's a use cases, but also for regular people for like all of us, uh, it find it, it it is uh, it it finds the use in using in a like a profile picture in the messenger, uh, like anywhere where you have your like profile image, which tells the world briefly about yourself. You can use it as well as a like place to show what you are standing for and doing it through the digital fashion. I hope I had answered your question, but if no, no, perfectly, because I think, you know, you've summed up that it is this thing that as the days go on, it is becoming more and more normalized. And the more it's in front of the more everyday person, let's say it will become more accepted and we will see people using it just as on their, across their social media platforms and that's really amazing but just out of interest so you have a, your DressX app and that is uh, now up and running I understand and how long has that actually been um, available? Yeah it's available on the market for one month and a half so six week, weeks and we have a growing number of uh, users who are keep using digital fashion and they are and uh, order their quarter looks so that's growing steadily. And is your goal for the app, um, is it more for the novelty for people to play around with or can people actually purchase uh, garments through the app? Uh, they can purchase the garments and uh, and they can also create the content in AR and buy the subscription to have unlimited AR wardrobes. Now I see completely. So you can basically build up your collection, have your own kind of in-the-pocket wardrobe at your fingertips all the yeah, time. Yeah. That's absolutely incredible, um, absolutely amazing. And so I think it's some closing questions for you. What do you really think the future of 
digital fashion is? That every person in the world will have their digital wardrobes from which they will wear their digital clothes on video calls, as you saw me wearing it when we had a video, social media, gaming, and all the other multiverses where they will live and that will coexist with their physical realities. And here, the total addressable market is huge, so the sky is the limit. Amazing. And finally, I want to ask you, what advice would you give to an individual trying to create a fashion brand or become a fashion designer? And how can they embrace digital to really make an impact on the changing industry? To start now, <laughs> because that's the best time to start their journeys in digital fashion industry. And, uh, uh, and basically, like there are so many things to learn and uh, first move advantage advantage like there is a first mover advantage right so the one who starts now they will definitely know more than anyone else in the future and they will already have more experience so we encourage everyone to start as soon as possible no i think that's so true and it's so crazy even when i first started being interested in digital fashion the growth that it's experienced is absolutely crazy so i would completely agree that the best time to start is definitely now we're definitely on this new wave of whatever this digital journey is and i think it's yeah extremely exciting to see yes and thank you so much for discovering dress sacks and we're very happy to talk to you and uh, yeah please uh, use dress sacks uh, and tell us your experience whenever you have time to download the app and see what it looks like and uh, just uh, message us a short note about it about your experience <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.